This episode of World Changing Ideas is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. I'm Talib Vizram, and you're listening to World Changing Ideas, where we investigate how leading innovators are solving our most challenging issues. This season, we'll be looking exclusively at climate change and what's being done to try and save the world. Today, I want to highlight something that's both sustainable and entertaining. The winter sports world is not known for being eco-minded, but one Quebec-based company is turning to electric machines. Tiger Motors has designed a few models that are 100% electric, and I wanted to find out how they worked. So a few weeks ago, uh, I traveled to their US demo in Vermont to test out one of their e-snowmobiles. I wouldn't say we were fully equipped. We had to stop off and get some waterproofs on the way. And two degrees didn't sound so bad. But then I realized uh, that was Fahrenheit. And uh, so it was extremely cold when we got up there. Cool. Yeah, so why don't you give us like a little um, briefing about how this works. I'm a newbie, as you know, so. Yeah, for sure. So you're going to have a blast. This is a very easy snowmobile, pretty simple. Yeah. Look, you got your accelerator here. Okay. Here's the brake. So okay. you won't be surprised by that. That's standard. Right. Uh, when you're ready to go, these are electric, completely silent. Okay. So it's important to fasten the tether to your body. Okay. You put it on the magnet here. This is called a kill switch. Okay. Pull up on the kill switch. Then you press the green button once. You can see the numbers turn blue. That means it's in drive, so it's ready to go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already silent, jumping. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure silence. Okay. It was a lot of fun getting out there on the snow, especially for me, uh, a, a city guy who grew up in London and, and lives in New York City. This is not something I'm used to doing. I've never ridden an actual, you know, traditional snowmobile. Okay. So it was something new for me. Gotcha. And do I need to worry about any of these buttons or? So these buttons are for changing the modes, changing the regenerative braking, high beams, low beams type of thing. Okay. So you don't need to worry about them now. We're okay. going to do an in-depth uh, review of them in a bit. Okay. So just to let me repeat. So the East snowmobiles have a starting price tag of about $15,000, which seems a little steep and it is more than the average snowmobile. But it made sense when I got on one and, and saw firsthand how they differ from the gas-powered machines. In fact, when we first got there, uh, we heard a lot of noise, and uh, that confused me because I thought that the e-snowmobiles were silent. But it was, in fact, uh, the trail was shared by gas-powered machines as well. Um, so it was those that were creating the din. Like safety-wise, I mean, yeah, it seems like we're gonna probably be going at a pretty gentle pace, and yeah, we're, yeah, gonna, keep, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna keep it slow and easy today. Not that these can't go fast, yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll show you all about that a bit later on. Uh. Great. So that's one of the petrol combustion that's right. engine that's ones. Right. So you this is snowmobile on right now. Yeah. This is also on right now. Ah, I see. Okay. There's a there's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's something that can be a little off, but even with jet skis, right, is that the noise 
Yeah, for, for sure. onlookers as well, it so can be a little bit. You said this is going to be one of your first times yeah. on a snowmobile. Yeah. So when you're starting off, it's a little bit intimidating to have you know that the loud noise and the smell. Yeah. Uh, also, they're a bit awkward to ride the first time, and these are different. They're quiet. They're tame. They're super simple. You're yeah. approachable, I would say. Are those a little more jolty as well? That's definitely yeah. right. Uh, these can be jolty if that's what you okay. want, but yeah. those are jolty even if that's what you don't want. Got it. Uh, so for for you know for a beginner, it, it's you know it's smooth. You can you can feel the acceleration in the throttle. There's no lag or you know sudden acceleration, and that's an advantage yeah. of the direct drive system that we'll get into a little bit later. Great. Again, all the beginners questions here. But should I be sitting? I see some people standing. What's or is that a you know preference. that's trick mode? It's a preference. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be comfortable sitting, especially on this one. This is more of a touring snowmobile, utility touring. So you'll yeah. be comfortable sitting in the in the turns. You see a lot of people standing up when they're mountain riding or deep snow riding because they need to be up in order to turn, but this is going to be fine sitting down. Awesome. Great. Well, I'm excited. Let's yeah. do this. I yeah. mean, these are on, so they're ready to go. Like anything, it takes a little practice to get used to, but I think it was pretty self-explanatory and, and easy to ride. And so, you know, I made a successful trip out and back. And, and then once back, I interviewed Sam Bruno, who's the CEO of Tiger, about bringing electrification to off-road vehicles and the benefits of riding them. Yeah, it's one of the major selling points on, on the snowmobile, on watercraft also, especially, you know, you go out to enjoy the winter landscapes, you want it to be quiet. It's kind of like going skiing. Yeah. And I think that's the major drawback of gas snowmobiles today is the emissions, the smell, and the noise. You know, not only is it a bit taken away from the experience of going outdoors, enjoying winter, but it's also potentially bothering other people. If you could imagine with that tour, if you had a house nearby and you try and get away from the city to relax, and then there's 30 really loud snowmobiles going by you every hour, that would be pretty frustrating. So I think that's the big thing with Tiger. We're trying to build a vehicle to like to say no compromise so you can get all the performance um, uh, compared to the best gas models without any of the drawbacks of the environmental impact. So that way people can go enjoy their sport and not have any complaints from anyone. This episode of World Changing Ideas is brought to you by Verizon, the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home internet. Find the plan that's right for you at verizon.com. Is it really important to electrify off-roads because of the kind of pollution they cause? Are they, are they like very pollutive compared to on-roads? Yeah, off-road vehicles actually emit a lot more and have a heavier environmental impact than on-road vehicles. You know, they've kind of been left behind in emission regulations and other regulations. So a modern snowmobile can emit as much as 40 cars on the road per kilometer. Wow. So a huge uh, impact. And then in environments that are really meant to be pristine. So there's a really big benefit to electrifying these categories. So, I mean, you talked about the performance a little bit. Does the performance live up to the gas versions? In many cases, it's uh, better than the gas counterparts. Uh, in, in big part because of the electric motor, you get the instant torque. We don't have a transmission. So you can have a really kind of smooth ride for a beginner. And just with some you know, changes in mode settings, you can crank it up and have amazing acceleration. Yeah. So this is the more kind of sport utility model. It out accelerates any of the equivalent gas sleds in its category. What was the process like to electrify? Was it kind of harder? I mean, it seems like it was probably a hard process because of the terrains you're dealing with and the, the weather. Yeah, it took many years to build up the core technology to be able to make one of these snowmobiles. You want the performance and you want it to be cost effective as well in this category because 
you want to push electrification as much as possible. So you want to attract customers to the market. And that was a really big challenge. Uh, the technology that they developed for cars, it doesn't translate very well to these applications because you run in really cold temperatures, you know, difficult terrains, high shock and vibration. It needs to be very lightweight. Do you think something like this is just for the very environmentally conscious? No, it really, I think, hits uh, the needs across the board. So you've got diff many different kinds of users that are going to be attracted to it. On one side, you're going to have the more early adopter, environmentally conscious. And that's what's interesting. It opens up a whole new market of riders that wouldn't buy a snowmobile or wouldn't go drive a snowmobile because it smells bad, it's loud, they don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. So that's a new kind of rider. But then the existing riders as well, huge benefit. The raw performance is better. You don't have any maintenance. You don't have the oil. <laughs> you, you don't have the noise. <laughs> yeah. So these are some petrol ones going on behind us right now. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people that do ride snowmobiles regularly on the weekend on trails, you know, they get complaints from their neighbors on the trails. A lot of big popular trails are getting shut down because of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to shout now. <laughs> and I can smell it too. Yeah, you well, can smell I think them as they that's go the by. biggest thing, especially for new riders, is, this, is the smell. Um, you know, when you go out on a group ride like this, at the end of the day, your clothes just smell of gas and you have to wash everything. And imagine if, you're a tour operator and you know, you've, you've got international people coming to visit. They go for a snowmobile ride for the first time and then they have to wash everything. They smell of gas. It's not an experience a lot of people go and repeat. Yeah, totally. And that's what's so interesting about the electric one is you, you get this amazing experience on these trails and it's like going for a ski. Right. And I mean, we like you can see how pristine this snow is. Yeah, you know, I assume it's you know the pollution is. But you talked about the jet skis. You can of, often see a, like a film of pollution on the water. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of particulates with snowmobiles as well. Like the really high travel trails, they get darker over time. You, the snow gets <laughs> gray and out. Yeah. So in terms of charging, how, how do these charge up? Uh, so same charging infrastructure being used as for electric cars. So it's the same plug standards. So if you had an EV, you can plug into the same types of chargers at home or on the road. So there's level one charging, which is out of a wall plug. You know, anyone has access to that. There's the level two charging, which is the more typical kind of EV connector you have. That's a three hour charge. And there's a DC fast charging. So level three where you can plug in that's a half hour charge. So that's really fast. Okay. So, right. you know, part of Tiger's ambition is building out a large spread charging network across North America that's going to enable long distance riding. So, you know, we have a hundred and 140 kilometer ranges on the snowmobile. So that enables a large part of the market to do the distances that usually travel in a day. And then there's a smaller part of the market that travels longer distances, you know, two, 300 kilometers a day. Yeah. And with the DC fast charging network, you can easily do that with little inconvenience. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to be riding and just realize, oh, I'm out of battery now and you're somewhere in the wilderness. <laughs> no, exactly. So you've got range prediction you know, yeah. on the dash. It tells you how much charge, how much distance you have left to travel. So you know how far you can go. Yeah. So give it to me straight. You saw me riding for the first time. What, what, what were your impressions? Oh, you did great. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to be honest. <laughs> How was the ride? I guess that, I think this was really great about these snowmobiles is that for first time riders, they're so much more approachable yeah. than, than the gaslight. You know, 
not only the noise and the smell, but also the linear throttle control, not having the transmission, it's very predictable. So it's very stable, it's very safe. Yeah. And you can get on as a first time rider and operate it really safely. Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't have anything to compare it to because I haven't tried one of the noisy ones, but it was very intuitive. The only thing was steering, you have a little bit of resistance, but I think it's just getting used to it. I was on it for about five minutes, right? So yeah, I think it's just getting used to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you one more thing, actually. Uh, do you have any idea what kind of the emission savings are? Per machine, it depends really how it's ridden. So on the recreational side, you know, some people only ride once every two weeks, but on the commercial side, that's where the impact can be really large. Yeah. So at a ski mountain, they operate a fleet of snowmobiles every day. They put on consistent kilometers, you know, 100 days a year. Yeah. So that's where you can have a pretty big emission saving. So yeah. a ski resort with <laughs> a ski resort with 50 machines, if you electrify those, it's the equivalent of taking 2,000 cars off the road in that area wow. for the year. Very cool. So it's you can have a really big impact, and it's low-hanging fruit to really be protecting these more resort environments where you know converting 50 snowmobiles to electric is a lot easier than 2,000 cars. You could definitely tell the difference between the quiet e-snowmobiles and, and the thundering noise of the, the gas-powered snowmobiles racing by. This seemed like a really peaceful option if, if it's something you're doing a lot to use one of these snowmobiles, you know, on a ski resort, on a trail. It seems like kind of a, a tranquil thing to do. We're heading into spring and uh, that means that Tiger's other product, which is an electric jet ski, is going to have its time to shine. So hopefully we'll be able to try those and it won't be two degrees. That's all for our show today. If you're a new listener, be sure to subscribe to World Changing Ideas wherever you find your podcasts. If you like this episode, leave us a rating and review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Today's episode was produced by Avery Miles. Fast Company podcasts are produced by Franz Bowen, Avery Miles, and Blake Odom. Editing and sound design by Nicholas Torres. Executive producer is Joshua Christensen. Editorial oversight from Deputy Editor Kate Davis and Senior VP of Entertainment Scott Meebus.